It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. We're getting you ready for the game on The Build-Up with news from around the league, interviews, highlights, and more. Here's your host, Ted Ramey. All right, good afternoon, everybody. What is happening? We are getting ready for the Sharks to take on the Preds this afternoon. Remember to get here at 4.30 for live pregame coverage with Dan Rusinowski as the Sharks play their first road game of the year. And one man who's off to a nice start to his season is Fabian Zetterlin. Of course, the other night, he scored his first ever goal as a member of the San Jose Sharks. I was able to talk to him the other day at practice and wanted you guys to hear. All right, we now have joining us on the Sharks Audio Network, it is Fabian Zetterlin. The day after scoring his first ever goal as a member of the San Jose Sharks, have you watched that replay yet, man? That was a pretty sick goal. Yeah, I mean, I watched it, I think, twice or something. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice moment, you know, to, to get the first goal. And uh, yeah, uh, now we're just going to keep going. Yeah, when you got the puck right there at the logo, did you kind of turn up ice and your eyes get wide and think, oh, I got a good chance here? Were you immediately thinking shoot? Yeah, I mean, I think I first lost my stick there and I tried to pick it up and then I saw Tommy got the puck and, and I widened out there in the neutral zone and then I got a breakaway and yeah, it went 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 good, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great goal. I'm, uh, I'm glad that happened for you, man. And like, you know, last year you come in at the trade deadline. That's a difficult situation because you got to meet a bunch of whole new teammates. You move from one side of the country to the other. Um, but now this year you kind of you got the camp, you got the normal experience, you got to know everybody here with the Sharks. How much easier has it been at the start of this season compared to where you were when you first came over last year? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's way more easier right now. I know the system and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I know what, what I'm going to do out there to, to have success and uh, to help the team. And uh, yeah. How do you feel about your game right now? I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel like uh, I have a uh, good power out there, uh, strong in the puck, and and uh, wanted to shoot and uh, be like a weapon out there. And uh, yeah, it seems like you're getting better with every game too. Like, do you just feel like you're getting more comfortable with your teammates and everybody that you're out there with? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I like to play with uh, with Sturmy, Sturmy and Smitty, you know, and we co we compare each other pretty good. We have a good chemistry, straight lines, hockey, you know, and. Yeah, we know what we're going to do out there. Yeah, no, it feels like you guys are being uh, effective. And, you know, the first three games of the year, it seems like the team collectively has done good things in each game. I feel like you deserve a win, even if that isn't there at this point. But are you guys, you know, individually with your line mates and then as a team able to look at each game and the good things that you've done and said that's where we can build on it? Yeah, I mean, we, we always look at clips, you know, and what we can do better. And what we do when we do good things, we see that too. And uh, we're just going to build from that. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice to watch. I mean, the game against Colorado, I thought you guys did a really good of pushing all the shots to the outside. I know they got a lot of shots off, but they weren't, you know, they weren't point blank. And, you know, obviously Blackwood did a great job of making the stops. Game one, you guys went up to about the 38-minute mark and then, Vegas got the breakthrough, and I know that was something that David Quinn talked about. He said you guys, you know, slumped shoulders a little bit. 
didn't have the response maybe that he wanted. But last night, after your early lead, Carolina came back and took the lead. But then you guys were able to take the lead again and come back from behind. So I feel like that's you know the, the steps in the right direction that, that head coach David Quinn's looking for. Yeah, I mean, uh, we always want to be like a good offensive team, you know, and uh, we're trying to work on that every day. Um, last night we didn't play really good. We didn't play good in the third. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're just going to build and uh, just just focus on next game. And uh, yeah, it's a new game tomorrow. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that game last night, I won't make you say anything about the refs, but it was weird to watch a game get broken up and get kind of choppy with that many uh, whistles and that many penalties. I feel like that makes the flow of the game harder for everybody else and you guys out there on the ice. Yeah, I mean, the, we don't get the, the rhythm in the in the game, you know. Mm -hmm. we, we don't play five on five and and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Uh, we play a lot of PK, a lot of power play. Uh, we're just gonna, gonna gonna continue to work hard. Yeah, uh, I talked to Matt Benning a little bit earlier. He said you guys had a really good practice today. Um, how do you feel going up against Boston, knowing how good they were last year in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, uh, we had a really good practice today, and we're just gonna build from that and uh, take that practice into the game tomorrow. Yeah, how important is practice, particularly in the early part of the year? Because I feel like you're get you're learning everybody, all the teammates getting to know each other, and you get this opportunity now before you go out on the road to kind of put into practice literally what you've been learning from the first few games. Yeah, I mean, you practice like you play, you know. Uh, you want to be prepared for practice like a, like a game. Uh, and when you do the right things in practice, it will come in the game too. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate that aspect. And it seems like just by watching you guys, like uh, Quinn was really having a good time talking to you guys. He was doing a lot of kind of hands-on instructing. Is that, do you like that as a player to have a coach who's that involved? Yeah, yeah, I like it. When, when I do things good out there, uh, he's telling me I, I did it good, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and the opposite side too. When I, when I don't do the, like the job or like, uh, I, I gonna change something. Uh, he saw me too, and mm -hmm. uh, and fix it right away instead of waiting. I like when uh, when someone is straight on me and uh, tell me what to do. Yeah. How's your adjustment been to uh, San Jose and the Bay Area been? Because obviously, you know, you came here halfway through the year last year, a little past the halfway mark, um, and that's that's difficult just to move from one side of the country to the other. But now, are you settled in here in the Bay Area? Do you feel like you know the area a little bit better now? Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't need to put on uh, Google Maps but when I r drive to the rink, you know. <laughs> uh, I know where to go, and uh, I know a couple of good spots here, a couple of good restaurants, and uh, and I like to t take a walk, too, and uh, walk around here in the good weather and just uh, enjoy it. Yeah, does your uh, friends and family back home in Sweden, do they, uh, do they stay up to watch any of the games, or are they just uh, watching the highlights the next day? Yeah, so it's like uh, nine hours difference. So my mom always wake up and uh, watch the game. My dad's do that too. So that's uh, that's pretty nice. And then uh, they just uh, up for the whole day. That's uh, like they're gonna be like three thirty four in the morning then, right? Yeah, <laughs> when we play seven thirty games, it's like four four thirty back home in the morning. So so yeah, it's nice. That's cool. That's cool. Do, you, do they give you a call or a text or anything after the games? Yeah, yeah. When I get home, I always call my mom on Facetime. So nice. So she is all answering for me. Yeah, and then uh, do you get any uh, trash talk going with uh, Capo since he's finished? Do you guys get a little uh, Nordic, uh, get each other a hard time? Yeah, I mean it's uh, <laughs> it's always nice to have Euro European guys, you know. Uh, that's always helps. 
Nice. And it seems like it's a good group of guys already this year. It seems like everybody's enjoying each other. We saw that last year. Obviously, you weren't here for as long, but it seems like everybody's enjoying each other. And I'd imagine that, you know, you guys are going out on the road soon, so you get that opportunity to know each other a little bit better out there in the hotels, doing the travel thing, probably play some cards out there on the, on the plane and on the buses and stuff. I feel like that's a good team bonding experience. Yeah, I mean, it's we have a good group in there, you know. Everyone is is laughing and have fun jokes uh, all about that, you know, and and yeah, we're getting closer and closer every day and that's uh, that's really nice. What is what do you specifically want to work on in the game against Boston? Yeah, we're going to get in the, into our forecheck, you know, hold on to pucks and uh, and try to shoot more. All right, man. Well, I will let you go. I appreciate your time. Uh, have a great game against Boston, man. I'll be bugging you again soon, all right? Yep, thank you. Again, that was Fabian Zetterland of the San Jose Sharks joining me here on the buildup as we get you ready for today's game against Nashville. 5 p.m. start time, 4.30 pregame with Dan Rusinowski right here on the Sharks Audio Network. I also sat down with Sheng Peng of San Jose Hockey Now and NBC Sports California as we talked about where the Sharks are after their first four games of the year. Sheng, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. I uh, uh, caught a, a red eye, though, um, to Nashville, so I'm, I'm about to uh, conk out here. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. yeah my pregame uh, nap is going to be a very hard pregame nap. <laughs> the lesson to take away is that Ted Ramey puts you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're there. You've been able to take in morning skates. Um, what, what did we learn this morning about the lineup? And uh, I've been uh, reading your tweets, uh, a debut or two for the Sharks. Yeah, it's going to be some uh, massive changes, and that's uh, to be expected for a team that's you know started out zero three and one. Um, they're going eleven seven tonight. Eleven forward seven defenseman. Uh, Ty Emerson is going to make his NHL debut. Defenseman Ty Emerson is going to make his NHL debut. Uh, Giovanni Smith and Thomas Bortolo will sit out. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood will start. And on a power play, they have an interesting. Uh, uh, um, a scheme or format uh, for that. Uh, they've been running a 5-4 power play unit for a top unit the last few games, but uh, that is not happening <laughs> uh, tonight. Um, and so Kyle Burroughs, for the first time, is going to get a shot at the, the at the point on this on the Sharks power play. Uh, that's He's going to be on a power play unit one, and Nikolai Knizhov will uh, run the point uh, power play unit two. Interesting. Um the the changes you talked about at the Sharks winless in their first four games. D- does drastic change need to happen? Because I look at the first four games and the teams they played, Vegas, Colorado, Carolina, and Boston. That's a pretty steep order to be called against when you are where the Sharks are right now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. But on the other side, they'll have the Sharks play the best that they could, though. And I would say, you know, maybe some of the Boston game, they were pretty good, right? But, I mean, Colorado, I mean, people talk about how hard they play. They still got outshot 51 to 21, yeah. something like that. And Vegas worked them, and Carolina really worked them, right? And so are they maximizing what they've got? You know, yeah, no one's expecting them to win a Stanley Cup, but uh, they are not. They haven't been in, in overall maximizing what they've got. So, um so, uh, you know, so you, you try you try to figure out, you know, you try to work in guys like a Ty Emerson, uh, who they claim for uh, off of waivers for a reason. So mm-hmm. let's see. Let's see what he's got. Let's see if he can help uh, be a, kind of a, he's only 23. So he's got a chance to be a, a long term solution for the Sharks. And so, yeah, got to give him a got to give him a, a chance to do that. How much of the maximization is dependent on the return of guys like Logan Couture and Mikhail Granlund? Well, yeah, no, of course. I mean, you just named uh, two of the Sharks 
top three forwards, I would say. I mean, I know uh, Granlin hasn't uh, has only played a game for the Sharks so far, but I I think that uh, most people would agree that he's probably that their third best forward, all around forward. Um, and so uh, missing those two, and actually David uh, Quinn uh, 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 referred to that specifically today, even in terms of the power play. Um, breaking up the five forward power play. Uh, if we remember um, that uh, that unit was supposed to be uh, Mikhail Granlin on the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Granlin got hurt the uh, second shift of the first game of the season. And so I don't know if uh, if it was earmarked necessarily for 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 Hoffman to be running the point, even though he's done it before and he has been doing that here with the Sharks. Um, but, you know, it sounds like uh, it was it was a plan to have uh, Gran, uh, Granlin run the point um, and have Katora on that unit, too. Uh, you know, Quinn mentioned, yeah, we're missing two of those guys on that five forward unit anyway. In terms of what we've seen through these first four games, like what's what's your big takeaway? Like how like is it the lack of offensive production? Um, is it that you know Mackenzie Blackwood um, in his two starts has looked all right? Capo's first start against Vegas, at, you know the second and fourth goals, I think he'd want back. But against Boston, I thought he was all right. I mean, two of those goals, the the third one was fluky, and then there was the other one where it's essentially just you know pushed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I mean, honestly, the 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 largest takeaway, uh, that if I'm being honest, is that they haven't been very good mm-hmm. <laughs> overall. And um, it's not just that they've lost the games. You know, it's also how they played, how they lost. You know, I mentioned, uh, you know, outshot by Colorado, uh, severely outplayed by Carolina, outplayed by Vegas too, especially after uh, the third period. You know, after uh, Vegas scored a couple quick ones there. And so that's, that's, that's the, I guess the overarching takeaway. I'm not saying that that has to be like the, you know, that they're done for the season. You know, I think this team uh, should be better than, than, than they, they have been. Um, and so they've just got to kind of get to that point, even without uh, Logan and, uh, and Mikhail. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously Logan didn't make the trip and there's hope that Grandland could come on. Did I know they said at some point, did they give any more specificity this morning? No, no, there's no, there's no, there's no timeline, and you know, with the injury, we assume he has sort of those that soft tissue. Uh, we think, <laughs> you know, uh, because usually those are kind of injuries that you know, there's never a timeline given, just when a guy is feeling better, right? Um, and so anyway, uh, something like that. Um, you just have to wait for it to be fully healed. But I will say though that he participated fully, and it was a full morning skate today, so it's basically a practice because they didn't practice yesterday. Yesterday was a fly day. And uh, he looked uh, pretty much unencumbered uh, um, uh, in 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 this uh, in this morning skate. Um, came uh, came off the ice, uh, seemed like he was in good spirits. You know, sometimes when uh, you know when a guy's trying to come back from injury and he he tries it out and he comes off the ice, you can kind of tell like it didn't go too well because you know he's not in a good mood. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so it seems so. You know, I, I'm kind of you know. Uh, 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 reading the tea leaves here a little bit. So I'm not saying anything for certain, but it seems like it seems like it's, he's coming along well. What is your take on some of the other newcomers on the Sharks this year? Whether it, it whether it is a Hoffman or a or a Zadina or a Burroughs or a Duclair or anybody else you want to throw into the mix? Um, I mean, so so far there there's a lot to work on it. I mean, obviously uh, Mackenzie Blackwood has been very very good. Uh, so he's he's the one sort of uh, I guess shining example. I mean, uh, even the 
you know, Carolina game, even though he gave up six goals, the only reason why the Sharks were even up three, two uh, going into third period was because of Mackenzie Blackwood. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we also fall off a little bit in third period, but uh, he's been, um, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's a, it's actually an exaggeration to say that uh, Blackwood has been remarkable in five of the six periods that he's played uh, this season for the Sharks. Um I think uh, I think Declare, you know, Declare. Uh, besides scoring the goal, he had his best game as a Shark uh, the last the uh, the last one. Just looked more involved. Looked like he had a little, little bit of extra step. Um, you know, I think he's still uh, uh, you know working on sort of the or the execution has been off so far for him. I'm not sure if that's just a bad start or new teammates or whatever. Just you know, uh, connecting on those passes, hitting hitting his teammates in stride with passes and things like that. Um, so it's a work in progress. Same thing, same thing with with Mike Hoffman. You know, I think with uh, with Hoffman, uh, you want to see him shoot more because that's sort of his calling card. And I don't yeah. know if we've seen that quite uh, uh, quite as much as as you want. Um, other newcomers, you know, Kyle Burrows, I think has actually done a pretty well, all things considered. Um, besides being physical, he actually there is a reason why he is on the first power play unit. And granted, the Sharks are clearly grasping for straws there because this is, I believe, their third or fourth defenseman that they've tried on the power play uh, or in the season. At least their third defenseman uh, that they've, they've they've tried on the power play uh, th this season. But um, Kyle actually has had a couple of pretty good chances this season. You know, he's 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 made a couple of good reads of, of when to when to attack, and uh, and so he's had he's had some good chances. And so if you can apply a little bit of, of that uh, to to all this, uh, that 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 will be good. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Quinn had a funny quote today about um, Kyle Burrows on a par, but he's saying, "Well, look, we just want him to to move the puck." Uh, and when he has a chance to shoot it, you know, we're not asking him to uh, uh, to create a Picasso out there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's it's a good one. So anyway, um, so I think I I, th I think I think a Burroughs has 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 shown well. I think even Giovanni Smith, even though he's sitting out today and uh, Quinn said that he, uh, you know, his, his pace uh, looking for that to improve that overall. Uh, uh, Smith, I think, has has shown well and like he's been part of, of what is the up to tonight, the only line that had it, that had stayed together all season, uh, with uh, Nico Sturm and uh, mm -hmm. Fabian Zetterlin, and so I think overall, um, you know, not yeah, obviously, uh, uh, Smith has things to work on, but like he's, he, I think he's done a good job being physical and for the most part playing with pace. Maybe not the last couple games, like like Quinn said, but um, so yeah, I think that that, that covers most of the newcomers there. So, <laughs> what did you think of uh, LeBanc the other night? David Quinn seemed to be pleased with his play, and actually. I agreed with his some of his assessment. Now he thought that he, you know, he was around the puck a lot. He was taking oh, shots. Yeah. He was active for sure. I I agree, and um, uh, I think definitely a clear sign of that was at the end of the game when uh, they uh, when they pulled their goalie and their extra man was LeBanc, and um, that's not that's not a given, obviously, with uh, with uh, with uh, Kevin's you know position like with the coaching staff in terms of being scratched multiple times last year. Even being sort of, uh, you know, even though he was coming back from injury, you know, essentially healthy scratch the first three games of the season. So it's not like he's like a Tomas Hurdle. He has that. He's an automatic in, in that kind of situation. So I think that's definitely a sign that uh, that they were happy with his play. And so, yeah, I, I agree with everything that, that that you saw there. Oh, and also forgot to mention for the newcomers. I can't, I can't believe I, I didn't mention them really quickly. Uh, Philip Zadina. Mm -hmm. 
obviously has has been very uh very uh i think he's been probably the sharks uh best or second best offensive player maybe hurdle but he's been he's been pretty good i think he has a lot to work on defensively but he's also 24 you know so uh and he's you know uh he he's he's had to sit out a lot of games with with the with the red wings previously so um so uh, be it with injury or whatever. So so he's still learning, but he shows a lot of promise, a lot of tenacity on the puck. And uh, Jan Ruda, I think, though, maybe a little bit of work in progress, too. Mm-hmm. I think, um, uh, yeah, like uh, I, I think that um, obviously the overall team defense, you know, it's it's has been troublesome this year. So, yeah, so I think uh, uh, maybe we still haven't seen the best of uh, of his game yet. Hear more from Sheng Peng tomorrow morning on Morning Tide, but we are just about out of time again. 4.30 live pregame, 5 o'clock go time as the Sharks have their first road game of the year in Nashville taking on the Predators. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yang.